Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. Before they were legends of outlaw country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision and her tiny living room, far from Nashville's Music Row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Pushkin. Just a quick note here. You can listen to all of the music mentioned in this episode on our playlist, which you can find a link to in the show notes. For licensing reasons, each time a song is referenced in this episode, you'll hear this sound effect. All right, enjoy the episode. I'm Malcolm Gladwell. This is Broken Record. And this episode is Me and the Love Junkies at Sony Tree Studios in Nashville. I'd call it an interview, except I didn't really interview them. I felt like I just sat in the corner laughing and made sure the tape was running. This, I know boyfriend found me last week, and I have you have That's to hear. That's the first line of a song right there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're gonna write a song in March called Malcolm. "All Boyfriends," Are you ready? and we're Go gonna ahead. tell. Yeah, but just sing that with what you're playing. Oh, well, I'm playing Girl Crush now. <laughs> I know, but like this is how this is. That first voice, he's the like one the talking about an old boyfriend, songs, is Liz Rose. The one who said, "That's the line of a song right there," is Lori McKenna. The one playing guitar who said she's playing Girl Crush is Hillary Lindsay. Hillary is the one who helped Lady Gaga go country on a million reasons. Lloyd McKenna has written for greats like Faith Hill, Tim McGraw, and Reba McIntyre. Liz co-wrote over half the songs on Taylor Swift's debut album. They are three of the best songwriters working in Nashville today. And every now and again, they hang out and write songs together as the love junkies. We caught a glimpse of how they work when they were setting up, and Lori and Hillary decided that Liz's chance encounter with an old boyfriend deserved to be turned into a song. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Okay, well, anyway, we gotta start. We, I'm sure you have other things to so, do. You know, 
This is fantastic. This is fantastic. This is so much better than anything else. Smoking in the backseat. We have to move on. We're going to remember that. Adam, do you have a recording of that that we could steal from (laughs) you? Thank you. Wait, how did you you guys meet? They knew each other first, right? Yeah, we'd been writing for five years, maybe. This was one of the first. So when I came to town, I got a publishing deal in um, 2005. And um, I had never co-written a song. You came. You you came down here from Boston. Yeah, I came like I got a publishing deal, so I like I came down to do trips. I never lived here, but I just would fly down. Yeah. And my publisher um, was like, "Well, you should co-write songs," and I had never done it. I just been writing. Just I I just seemed so difficult to try to do this with other people, mm-hmm. and. Um, so my first co-write, I think, was Mark D. Sanders, and and Liz was maybe my third or fourth person they put me life. in a room with, and <laughs> and really over the 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 couple of years following, she taught me how to co-write a song. Like I didn't know, I I was in Mark D. Like I had just great people they put me with in the beginning that taught me how the process works, and and I literally fell in love with it. Like I lit. So we had written a bunch. You guys had written. Not together. We had written oddly enough and never actually sat in a room with yeah. each other because she had started a song with Taylor Swift. And then Taylor came to my house to write one day, just Taylor and I. And she was like, Hey, do you want to maybe help me out with this song that I started with Liz Rose? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't really know Liz. I don't want Liz to hate <laughs> me. I don't know if this is a good idea. And she's like, Liz won't care. Liz won't care. And I'm like, Oh my God, are, are you, you sure? sure? I thought it was awesome. And so we did. And what, then what was the song? It's called Fearless, and it actually became the title of her <laughs> title, record. Tri- title of the tour. And so we actually gave each other massive hugs and really met each other for the first time at the album release party. Do you remember that? Or was it her birthday party or something? Remember we took photos together in the photo booth? It was at the birthday at her at her party. Yeah, like right before the record had come out or something. We're like, we wrote a so. song together. I know. Nice to meet you. Because if you hadn't done that, that song may not have, it may not have been finished, and it may not have been the title or even mm-hmm. made the record. How does it start? Will you play the beginning of it? Very oh. good. Uh, I, <laughs> that was good. That was bad. Wait, so, you, really so bad. just so I get the chronology here, Liz and Lori, you guys meet, and then Liz and Hillary meet, mm-hmm. and then but when does the whole three? So well, then we met too separately. We had written. We wrote a song. Um, it, it, it probably 2006. We had one day together, Hillary and I. Yes, and, then, and I was terrified. Um, and Why I was terrified. terrified. We're all afraid of each yeah. other. And she and I had only written one song after that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Together. And, but what happened because was- she had made a record and I was a massive fan and I was scared to go into the room with her because she's a genius. She's, and it was just the two of us and I had to sit there alone and I got all prepared before I went in trying to impress her with this idea. And I don't think it idea. was good. It was a really good <laughs> it idea. Was it was terrible. like the, the paint on the wall and the wall but um, <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was, house I remember, poor. oh, house poor. Who doesn't want to hear a song called oh, house Lord. poor? All right. And I was totally house poor. But so then because I come here three days at a time, I come in usually once or twice a month, three days at a time. I think what ultimately happened to get us together, and I always stay at Liz's house, and I think what happened was our publishers were like, hey, Laurie and Liz have three days together. Let's just, let's throw Hillary in and like have her, because getting three days in a row with Hillary or Liz is really difficult. Um, And I'm only here like three or six days a month. So like, let's just put them three days together. And, um, 
and Liz was saying and was living in a condo, uh, this beautiful condo that um God, we it was just wonderful and um, And Liz's children are all grown and Lori of course at you know being in Nashville is away from her kids and I was childless at the at that point. So we just had total freedom. It was like yeah, everybody spend the night, stay up till three o'clock in the morning if you want to, right yeah. all the way till three, stop at seven, watch a movie, what mm-hmm. you know, just whatever. Wake up in the morning, make eggs, keep writing. Like it was, it was really free. Yeah, there was a lot very, of we didn't have a whole lot of ties. Have, when you write together, do you have roles? Is there who's the adult in the room? I'm it, the adult in the room. Lori's the adult. I am most certainly the adult in the room. I feel like it shifts. It doesn't shift. We do. I feel like, but I mean, probably in general across the, yes, you are in general. But like a lot together. Sometimes (laughs) this is what we do is somebody has to be the artist of the song and each song is different for the, our roles will change. We'll write two songs in a day and the roles will change between the songs. And somebody's the artist, somebody is the therapist, somebody is the cheerleader, and someone is the, the sleeper. We, but we all, <laughs> someone the is the sleeper, rally. but we all, we, what we do, we do a lot of things that are great for one another because we love each other. But what we do best, I think, for each other is we keep each other 100% honest. Mm-hmm. And I think if any one of us says a line that someone else doesn't believe, we'll be like, that, that's not how you would say it. Or, or you know what I mean? And we know, we there's no, no way we could, any of us could ever say something that the other one would be like, that's dumb. Because it get like, we just, we have so much uh, respect yeah. for each other. Um, it's just really open that there's no, there's you know it's not critical it's not judgy nobody's judging anybody and we don't I mean you saying all of those things that we all are at different times like I mean we've never honestly had this conversation so it's not like we've ever analyzed that before but when but the roles do shift but it's never yeah. discussed no. it just naturally just, happens yeah. you know and that's what we do as co-writers that's what mm-hmm. we do like every day that these two show up in a room it's you you know usually there's an artist there so you feel your you know you find your your spot somewhere else and that's i think what we all love about co-writing do you when you know you're getting together do you guys do you on your own prepare? Are you bringing material to the group or she, you, we always have the, she always the adult does. does. The adult does. Yes. The adult does. I feel guilty that I claim hey, the I adult. I buy the food and the wine. The reason I prepare. That- I I type everything. I am the secretary is really yeah. what I am. Um, but I scribble. I think we all always have a lot of ideas. We but what we're really also good at. I'm not as good at, as these guys are. But like they, if I have an idea that I don't know what it means yet, they're both brilliant at like maybe it's this, and and that happens to me all the time where I don't know. I have I have a title maybe, but I don't know what to do with it, or I have a verse maybe, but. Then I start hating myself at home by myself, and I'm like, I'll just show it to the girls and see. And then they might be, yeah, that needs some fixing, or they'll be like, oh, my God, we have to finish it. And that happens to all of us sometimes. Or what if this could mean this, or what if this Mm -hmm. could mean that, you know, just Mm -hmm. talking it out. Mm -hmm. When you think back on the stuff you've written together, is there a song that was magic? I mean, when I I say magic, like just came together and you were all like, wow. It was yes. probably Girl Crush. Girl That's crush. happened a couple of times. Tell me about in the- my age. In my age. Oh, yeah. Like in that, my age. Just, but, but you already had so much of that. But the greatest thing to me about my age is that she started, I was on the other side of the room. I was playing the piano, but she, I started singing something, and Liz was 
never heard it before and singing along with me. And I remember you looking at her like, how do you know these words? But she knows me so well. She knew what I was going to say. And then Hillary says, no, that's done. You got to finish it. But I had no chorus. I didn't know what to do with it. And she started singing a chorus. And then we had no hook. And then this one, Hillary says, well, it could be this. This is terrible, but it could be this. And as soon as she said it, we all cried like babies. And to me, that we was magical. Can. Girl we Crush, that was magical. Pure magic. Was magic. Can yeah. you sing that for me? She kind of does this one by herself. I, I can know. attempt to sing harmony with you, but let me see if I'm. In we tried it on the Opry. It was a nightmare. No, it wasn't. I'll join in. I want you to all you join in. You sang harmony, and I sang with her. Do that. <laughs> Is that what we ended up doing, or did we bail? You sang a harmony, and I sang. Uh, I just doubled her in like higher. You got real soft. Remember? Yeah. Remember? Coming you back remember to me now. Hillary? Remember when we played Coming the back Opry? To me. Oh, God, Opry. It was before you play the whole thing. Yes. Uh, just play me the little bit you had when you yeah. started. Okay. So I had the verse. What I had was, was the essentially the first and the last verse, and I couldn't find a chorus at home. I tried and tried and tried. And, um, and I knew, and I think this happens to all of us, I knew that sometimes songs before— we even have almost anything. So, this happens to me, and I'm sure it happens to you guys. Sometimes they'll make me cry, like, just sitting there. Like, I know there's something, and, but I don't know what to do. And usually, if left alone, I can figure it out eventually. And I had this for, like, weeks. And I, I did try, and I tried, and I tried. Um, but what I have was this. I'll play you this. So I played that for them on the piano. And she started singing the chorus. Because literally, it was the we weird, I'm getting, I, it was the weirdest thing. It was wild. At that point, we were sitting on the couch. Yeah. We had gotten we off couch, of the piano, was, yeah. Because I can't really play the piano, but because I was just showing them. The, I'm just like, and the Hillary was saying, Laura, you just need to finish that song because you I felt like song. she had written so much saying, of it. I didn't, I felt like it was wrong well, to take was, a piece of it or do anything with it because I felt like she would figure it out on her own. But I had, like I said, I had tried, and when I, I think when I got to riding bikes out on the street, she yeah. was like somehow oh, singing dad, along with me. Back. I don't know. And yeah. I remember you saying to her, like, "How do you know this?" Song? <laughs> Wait, and then so you did the chorus, Hillary. She started, she started the chorus. She, started she the chorus. said, so, I'll, "You'll outgrow your shoes. You'll outgrow so, your bed." So, no, wait, 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 wait. Listen, listen. Will you sing that little thing that uh, came came okay. to you? So we didn't have the hook. We didn't have the, you're still yeah. going to be my baby even when you're my age. And that was Hillary. And that was Hillary. Yeah. And she said it. She said, this is dumb, but I'm just going <laughs> to say it. And as soon as she said, well, you could say, you're still going to be my baby even when you're my age. And we were all like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and now all of us, we, we, we did get to sing that on the Opry one night. And we've sung it together a couple of times. And it is, it's hard to get through the whole song without losing it because we all yeah. you just have, have to think about something completely you cannot let yourself think about it when you're singing yeah. it or mm -hmm. it's one of those songs that i call them the make you want to throw up songs because it hurts so bad <laughs> and it's like so, it's so funny because <laughs> we all are in a different stage in our lives so Lori's writing it for her kids for her your grown kids and your you know Hillary's writing it from a brand new mother perspective. Uh, she's three years old, so it just really makes me sick to my stomach. And I, I came up with that from <laughs> my two-year-old grandson. 
Yeah. Because I'm always buying him shoes. But also that my mother's 95 and she still call. I'm the youngest of six and she still calls me her baby. Mm-hmm. She still says that to me. Yeah. Well, you're, st- you're my baby. My dad does too. Oh my God. Yeah. So, it's just yeah. too painful. Can we so change the, the subject? No, so, no. You- no, I just want to say like to me, like not to get all religious about it, but I tried for about a month to to find where that song, and I, you know what I mean? And, 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 and I just know that I was supposed to sing it, that verse for them. And they were supposed to be part of that with me. Like, I just know that creatively something stopped me from being able to find where it was supposed to go mm. because I, we were supposed to write it together. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I never I thought about totally that. I just totally believe that. Well, Which is such a gift, mm. I think, because I love them so much. And we have had moments where if we weren't sharing the moment together, it 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 would still be great. I think we'd yeah. all be like would all so be but doing but having the experience together is mm-hmm. it just makes it so much more mm-hmm. to we, us. You have to sing the whole song now. Oh now I'm crying. So <laughs> I know. No, it's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. <laughs> this is it not be perfect. Cry on <laughs> I'm gonna be crying too, by the way. So I, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm going to move away from the mic. Should we do it, should we do it right now? Or yes, we, okay. yes. <laughs> do you want a Kleenex, Liz? I, no, I'm okay. I'm not, I'm I'll just, just slower <clears> on my we shirt. Just, yeah. When we come back, Lori, Liz, and Hillary play their song, My Age. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with the Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer helped shape the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed The Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, 
wounded souls, wayward upstarts, would spur each other on to tap into something bigger, realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Bacharach as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash, alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of Outlaw Country Music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. We're back with the performance of My Age from the Love Junkies, Lori, Liz, and Hillary. Started at the end. <laughs> well, in the middle of I it, I got Chris out here. Just moved away, and oh. I'm like, "Don't think about the sun." <laughs> <laughs> but thoughts of Matt, like you asked, have we had magical moments? Like we, the fact that we got to create that together, mm-hmm. it's just so magical to me. I love the idea that each of you. Oh, you're oh, Hillary. You're. <laughs> she is still a baby, and so I'm just like, I, oh my god, I can just see her right now. That's why we can't look at each other. It's, it's so funny. Like, this hard. is when we get mad at each other when we say we're like, are you seriously gonna make me see that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. 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 Okay. But that idea that all of you approach that song from a different perspective is so magical. Isn't We've it? always done that as writers together because when we first started writing a lot together, um. We, the, the, we were like we're about 10 years apart each of us there's like a eight to ten year thing and uh it was like never been married married a couple times, times and <laughs> married to one person a very long time uh so we have we have such different Guess which stories. one has been married to the same person a very long time <laughs> the adult the adult <laughs> <laughs> I know someone's gonna make me a t-shirt now that says the other. I adult. totally want to make you that. <laughs> I always like our um, if we're if we're all standing on a ledge, right? When we a, try and make a decision, explain that. That's you explain it because you explain it better. I think you do. If we're no, you do it better. Well, we've we've had opportunities. We've been approached for things a couple of times. It's like should we? And we all get on a, a, like a three way conference call because uh-huh. we're not together. And it's like, well, should we do this? Should we do this? And we all think, we all think so differently. Like if we are all standing looking over a, a ledge, and it's like, well, should we jump? Because we heard it's pretty awesome down there. Like if we can't see anything. We don't know. And it, Liz is like, jump. let's do it. Let's jump. And, and, I, and Hillary's like, well, who else has jumped? Like, do we know, like, the logistics of and this? And if we and don't she, jump, somebody else will. Yes, so maybe we should go ahead and jump. Should. And then I'm like, well, how long is it going to take us to jump? Can, when will I have a flight? And like, we all hit it, it, it. We all want the same things in life, but we all see those things so differently and, and calculate our, our things so differently. Yeah. Or not calculate at all. It's <laughs> <laughs> been married four times. <laughs> <laughs> jump in, jump out, jump in, jump out. Wait, should we do the other magical moment? So tell me more about Girl Crush. It was one of our three days together, and um, was it was the second day? I guess it was the second day because mm-hmm. it was morning. Been there, yeah. And um, Lori and I were in the kitchen, and. Uh, she was making coffee and I was, we were waiting for Hillary to get up and Lori said, Hey, I got an idea today. I think I want to write a song called girl crush. And 
I immediately, without even thinking, said no, which is something I'm working on, by the way. She would have um, jumped again. You know, this is her I, jumping. I do this. I jump. No. And she's like, no, it'll be really cool. It's about, you know, like, you know, and I was like, no, 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 that's stupid. And we need to write. We need cuts. And um, we're not writing Girl Crush. That sounds too hard to write. And how are we going to do it? And no, Lori, that's <laughs> dumb. And literally, I think I said that's, I just said no. I like, think you're I'm more worried about we only had two hours. Yeah, and we only had two hours but to weren't write. weren't y'all talking about how it was maybe, did I make this We weren't head? talking about it at all. I just we said no. We did not discuss It wasn't like when you was. have, no. like when somebody's doing something really no. great or any Mm-mm. of that. Nothing. She said, girl crush, I said no. She said, girl crush, I said no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Like just now, when you said no. That's not how it went. That's how it went. It went. That's how it went <laughs> just like that. <laughs> Hillary came in the room. And Lori turned around and said, Hillary, I have a song idea. I want to write a song called Girl Crush. And I didn't even have time to give her a dirty look because <laughs> Hillary picked up the guitar and went, hmm, you mean kind of like this? And she did this. And I did. That's Literally. Just we it. jumped on the couch and went, that's exactly so, She lifted her head and she said, you mean like that? She looked at me yeah. like, you mean like that? Because I had, you know, said those two words. And I looked at Liz and Liz <laughs> opened her notebook, the very famous notebook. And we're like, yeah, that's what we mean. That's what we mean. <laughs> Not one lick of discussion about what it means. And that no, was. It flowed out. We were done in an hour. It just fell out. and Some genius coming through her face. I, I wasn't thinking. Was. I have no idea when where you it came did from. That. Clearly it came from God. That did not come out of my mind. I and, wasn't I wasn't thinking, you know. And mm-hmm. we didn't get in the way with it because I remember when you said, I want to taste her lips. Yeah, because they taste Gotta, like you. And we, well, we thought I was no one would cut this. I was like, <laughs> okay, y'all are getting really sexy. But we didn't know. <laughs> no, we never thought about what it was. But that, those were the lines that were supposed to be in the song. Yeah, and we yeah. knew that it was, We'd, I'm yeah. jealous. I want to be this girl. Because she has we, you. Yeah. I want you, so I'm jealous of so her. So it made but perfect we really sense to us once we figured yeah. it just, out. It just kept. It just fell out. Flying out. Mm-hmm. It, was really, it started to write itself. It was making sense to us once, you know, it was like a puzzle. The pieces kept coming and then it's like, oh, that's what this song is. Yeah. Who who has, do all of you have, did the two of you both have your guitars at that moment or is it just you on the she guitar? Was, it was sitting. just me at that moment. Yeah. The other crazy thing about it is that if you look at the notebook on the left-hand side, there are only like five or six words on it because it happened so so fast fast. and it fell out so fast that there were no wasted words. There were no. That means pretty much everything that was said in the room went on in the song. Yeah. In the song. Can you explain this? Is it just, is your. I think it's, I think it's because Hillary's a genius. No. And I think it's because we're safe with, we're, we're safe with one another, one hundred percent. Even when she, she didn't say that's a dumb idea to me, but I she didn't did, say it's a dumb idea. I just said no. That sounds hard. And uh, but and it was and I, my feelings weren't hurt. You know what I mean? Because I know where she's coming from, and um, and and I think it's it's just we were we're we're in an environment in that moment where that could come through her, and and it did. It's it. We have a if we had a video of it. I would watch it every it's day wild. because it's just magical to think about it. But typically with songwriters, you hear this a lot, that the ones that just kind of fall out of them and the ones that happen so fast and they don't know really where it came from either are a lot of times the ones that become the big hits for them. 
you know, the ones that sometimes stand the test of time. I, you know, I mean, you hear that all the time. And I'm sure you've had it happen before, and you've had it happen before, and I've had it happen before with other songs, too. It's a very rare occurrence. I wish it happened more than it <laughs> did. But I really don't know. I know for me, the setting was that I definitely felt free and comfortable. I was at peace. But I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know why that happened. I don't know how that happened. How far, <clears throat> how far into this? So we have this magic moment. Mm-hmm. How far into the moment uh, were you sure it was going to work? Like be, be we didn't. We, didn't, we was going to. We like thought it, nobody we would thought ever cut we it. We wrote a cool song. We really we cut. liked the song a lot. Yeah, but that's kind of all we thought was probably. We weren't for sure Scott. if it was. But gonna you didn't make say, sense. "Oh, this is going to be a massive." No, no we no. said, "Well, we this never is cool. say that." No, so we, we never say. And that. we played it for Scott. I think he we brought us lunch it, or something, and we, we and he got it, and we we, were like, oh, that's we cool. played it for Liz's son who brought us lunch because we didn't know if it. Because sometimes when you're talking about the song so much, it makes sense to us because we're all sitting here talking about what we're going to say. And then you don't, you have to go back and be like, but do, will it make sense to someone listening that doesn't know what we're talking about? And he got it. He's like, of course it makes sense. It makes total sense. Wait a well, minute. the point oh, is, is that yeah. there's a lot of rejection. So, Lots and a lot of, of times the ones that you think are really cool, I mean, you're just a little bit afraid that that might be too cool for like radio or something. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like nobody's going to want it because maybe it's not commercial enough. Like not not too cool. That's probably the wrong way of saying it. But just not commercial enough, not radio friendly enough. Yeah, you know. So we loved the song, but we just didn't really know if it would ever get cut. Can and we, then and once then it was cut, us. we it wasn't supposed to be a single. That yeah, song. it wasn't even. Yeah. But what happened was after Little Big Town cut it, we were getting text messages and phone calls from other writers in town that had heard and be like, "Man, that song's cool." Like for you to come up with a new way to say. A story about jealousy, which we again was we not like, thought we did? through. Awesome. Um, <laughs> so we knew that, like our peers, and that's the biggest compliment that ever when the, your peers tell you. That's so yeah. thrilling to any of us. Mm-hmm. And, and then think, press started, and everybody was wanting to their the press yeah. about the new album. They were all calling us, wanting to talk about Girl Crush. But but it was not supposed to be a single. I don't believe mm-hmm. it was supposed mm-hmm. to be a single. Oh, a fourth single. Remember? Uh-huh. Hey, right, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make you guys play it now. Okay. We'll be back with more from the Love Junkies and another song after the break. As listeners to this show, you probably consider yourself pretty smart. But how smart is your wallet? When you're looking to upgrade your wallet, it's time to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds has the financial smarts to help you find the right financial products for you. Before NerdWallet, you might have paid for vacations with whatever was in your wallet. But you could have been missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. Now you can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers... Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. 
warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer helped shape the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed The Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, would spur each other on to tap into something bigger, realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Bacharach as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash, alongside a full ensemble cast, Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of Outlaw Country Music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. We're back with Liz, Laurie, and Hillary, the Love Junkies. You know what's interesting with that song is that listening to you sing it here in person, Mm -hmm. it suddenly becomes a grown-up song. It's like a serious... I think we make everything seem a little sadder. Maybe so. Than maybe others. Because sometimes you'll get a video of someone singing it like at a wedding or... You know, someone like not not Karen, but someone else, and it does seem a little. <laughs> well, it's. I mean, it is when interesting sober, though. I mean, it's sadder than when. But that is a sad situation. I mean, yeah. she. She's sad. Somebody's got the man she loves. I mean, you know, yeah. if you really think about it like that, I don't. I never really thought about it as being sad either. But I guess it is. No, I mean, but you know is. why I say that because I hmm. I had maybe it's because you guys are singing it in front of me. Yeah. It was no. It was now. It's a. It's a grown woman saying she has the feeling that a adolescent yes. has, as opposed to an adolescent saying, I'm having adolescent feelings. Oh, that's right? interesting. So now it's like, that gives it, makes it even more powerful. I've been transported back to that horrible place in my huh. adolescence when I had these irrational, powerful, emotional feelings. And that's, that's what's driving me crazy. Yeah. I'm 45 years old and I feel like I'm 16. Like that's yeah. to me I what- I see that girl right now. Yeah, I can yeah. see the swimming pool. I can see her right now, too. I saw her when I looked in the oh. mirror this morning. No, this brings me to this other thing I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about what a country song is these days. Is that a country song? Does it matter? Maybe it doesn't matter, but I'm just sort of curious. I think it's just a song. I mean, I'm sure some of the some people would say it does matter, but it, from a writing perspective, we just try to just write a song. Yeah. Like we, you know what I mean? Try not to think too much about that kind of thing sometimes when you get in the studio that will kind of play a little bit more 
into it because you have to pick like different instrumentation and stuff. So that might make it a little more pop sounding or a little more country mm-hmm. sounding. But as far as like when we're just sitting around with guitars, we just really just try to write a good song. You're not, you don't feel like you belong to a tradition where you're acting within a particular genre. You just, I, I mean, well, sort there's, I mean, I, yes, she, she writes, I mean, she can write anything, but we are writing in a particular genre. Yeah, we that's are. why we, that's why we write in Nashville. That's why we embrace this community. I mean, the best songwriters in the world are in Nashville, Tennessee. So that, you know, that's how we feel. And, and that's why people come from every genre to this town to write with Nashville songwriters. So, um, but I, I I do believe we believe we belong to a genre, although we can step out and do other things. Of course. We are country songwriters and. But that day when we wrote that specific song, we we weren't like, let's write a country song. Like, you know, it was just like, let's write a song with this title. Right. Like it wasn't like we were trying to necessarily conform to anything. Is there a song that you guys have done either individually or collectively that feels like a real country song to you? Well, we never finished it, but remember, and I'm sure we have another, y'all can answer that better, but that just popped in my head. Remember the last time we all got together? It was the day, the day we did the Opry Mm -hmm. that night. And so we wrote at my house. I was just looking at that. What's it called? And I can't remember. She had the title, and we were saying how somebody said, "Let's try to write it more in a like traditional country country mm-hmm. way." Mm-hmm. We didn't Patsy finish it is though. Country. Do you do you remember Patsy. any part Patsy of that is song? Very country. You remember it, Lori? It wasn't the. Uh, if I should have known, I should have known better, but now I do. I I don't know. I think that is what it was. Yeah, it was like, it, but it had more of a country thing. What was, what was the hook? It was something like I. Sh- I, sh- I should know better, but I don't. Uh, and it, or something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Oh, <laughs> we'll that feels a little country. Yeah, yeah. we'll, fin- we'll finish it. Sometimes, and it's funny because I think Girl Crush is kind of very country. It's that you know the the te- Hillary leans towards six eight a lot. The the, the tempo, tempo of that song. I have issues. Although with that. she can do any tempo, but but that's where that landed and that whole like just kind of waltzy feeling. Mm-hmm. Um. But Girl Crush as a title sounds like it could be really pop. Yeah. Um, but, but it's I'm also so a Motown sort of throwback right. thing, too. I was going to say, it felt a little there's R&B-ish. A, there's mm-hmm. all that, too, going on with it. So, you know. And when you look at the production, the Little Big Town production of that song, there's so much restraint in that. You know, there's so much um, that isn't there mm-hmm. that is so necessarily beautiful like just so necessary now and so beautiful that Jay Joyce and the band did in recording that song like they should they could have gone to town and they didn't and it's mm-hmm. just so perfect the mm-hmm. way they the way that that it ended up yeah we were lucky that we actually never made it into the studio to demo that we never demoed it yeah. so they cut it just off of the work tape on our iPhone just like us sitting right. there Singing on that. To, yeah. Why do you say you were lucky? You because never... we might have messed up the daggum demo. We might have, the production of it, we might have, who might knows? Have or we might have nailed it, but who knows? Like, they got to take it into the studio and create the sound around it, mm-hmm. you know? So. The other thing that interests me is um, is what it means for a woman to write a song. Do you, how much of your music, um, couldn't be played by a man. 
or and is not it be performed by performed. a man? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, for me personally, like, it's, you know, when I'm writing, like, with with the two of them, we typically, you know, lean towards writing women songs. Mm-hmm. Clearly, we're women. We have sat in the room before and, and tried to write, yeah. we call them dude songs. <laughs> Wait, did you ever? Good. Have you ever? We're very good at that. No. We're not very Do you remember good any? That. Can you pay me a little bit of a dude song? I just want to hear um, can you uh, what's well, the, sober, I bet, was written for, for a for copper God. tone and chlorine. Yeah, yeah well, copper tone and chlorine. That song is yeah. partying, though. I love that song. song. Wait, can you play it? No, no. no. Oh, we can probably on. if we can find it on our if we can find a demo. Let me see. Yeah, we have a demo. We have a. Demo. You don't remember it well enough to. No. I guess you guys. How many several. songs have you guys written together? Oh, a ton now. We wild, wild is her favorite color. Oh, oh yeah, play that. But that could still be a girl song. Yeah, but it's it really, be, but it's, it's a. But we wrote it with song. Chris Stapleton in our heads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that other one like? Something about a, the boat thing. Anchor here, drop anchor. Drop anchor. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Which one am I looking up? I might not be able. Do you literally, well, well, you literally declare up front that it's time to write a dude song? Is that? No, we, no. we had a little phase where we tried to do that, and it was did but not. It, it, and it was fun. But it wasn't but like we wasn't declared like, it. It was yeah. more like somebody might have a title and it was like, oh, that kind of sounds like a dude title. And there are a lot of dudes cutting right now. Yeah. It's like that kind of thing. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? When, we're try- when we put on our business hats, it can go there sometimes. We got to pay Check for our this sneakers, out. you know. Ready to get your mind blown? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This might be really bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> what year was this? <laughs> too long ago. A couple I, years. I like this song. I love this song. This song is so cool. Christian Bush, cut it. It's 99 degrees <laughs> And we can't take the heat No, we can't, baby. Let's jump in the swimming pool <laughs> Join the sea of party food Wait, guys, sing along. Come on, come on, sing along. Let me get to it. Kiss me underwater. Get hotter. Come on. Copper tone and chlorine. <laughs> yeah, this is so sweet. So sweet. <laughs> you and me. Chemistry. Copper tone and chlorine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you missed a spot on your back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. That song is awesome. Can you believe, awesome. That, song? That, song? believe that song has not been cut? Can you believe? I mean, it? I actually really love that song. I, I kind of think it's great joking, too. But it we never been cut. We should. We never. should. Well, has we it should, been cut? I don't. Christian Bush cut. cut it, but he did. I don't think like he ever Jake put it Owen out. Would be amazing. Oh, Jake Owen, are you Jake listening? Owen. Jake Owen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tim. Tim, Tim would be amazing. <laughs> I think Tim's heard it. I think his people have heard it. Anyway. In little big town. Big town. Yeah, it's a anyway. good song, right? <laughs> I hear pitching songs. Yeah. Drop tone and chlorine. You guys have so much fun together. How do you go back to writing by yourself? Isn't it sort of sad? I don't. I mean. She does a lot. She writes a lot by herself. I honestly don't write by myself. Well, I don't live here. So if I lived here, I would just call one of my friends. (laughs) I would just have a. I also can't write every day. These guys write every day. I cannot write every day. I'm not. um, My brain just isn't. 
I'm just not that smart. And I sort of have, that's why I think I, you know, if I do come in with, say, more titles, it's because I've been saving them up. Then you guys have to write. I save titles for y'all. But, but I mean, like, you guys write every day. So it's like, I think, um, I, <laughs> I think I probably write, you know, six or eight songs a month. And these guys, you know, it's probably double that. How many do you that. write, Liz? Oh, I write every day. Every single day? Just pretty much. Sometimes twice a day. Not on the weekends. Yeah. Except for two weekends ago, I wrote all weekend. Why? Because I had to. So but, for me, I have I to. I got to. I mean, that's terrible because I had to. Poor me. But I mean, I think it's just opportunity. It's like, if you don't, somebody else will. Yeah. And I love doing it. It's fun. And and like where most people go to lunch with their friends and go shopping and our friendship, our girl time mm-hmm. is when we write. I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. my best friends came from this business. My best friends came from, you know, they're my best friends. And it's because we hang out together and we we we're very protective of each other and we love each other and we're sis- we're more sisters than co-writers. Mm-hmm. You know, so um You can get burnt out though by writing too much. Like, you get burnt out on us? Not on our <laughs> friendship on writing, writing every day. Much. Like yeah. I I I am sometimes very envious of Lori's life and being able to like step away from it and then come back into it and step away from it. And this, you know, because yeah. being here, it is it is like, well, somebody else is gonna do it, so you can't drop the ball. Well, and go, for go, me, go. being a publisher, different. I I have to set an example for writers, but everybody's different. You know, um, but Craig Wiseman used to always say, "What is it? It's like a farmer. The more seeds you throw out there, the more crop you'll get." So there's that whole theory too of just having more songs. And every day you wake up and go, oh, "I've got to write today," and there's nothing in my brain, and, and it's crazy. You walk in a room with nothing in your brain and as soon as you hear music or somebody starts talking to That's you right. about something suddenly the this thing comes out and it's like holy cow where did that come from and to circle and, back around that is why we probably don't write alone because you wouldn't oh, yeah, walk into a it, it wouldn't you have to have the other people i have to have the other people to help inspire and help i mean you know we just feed off of each other you know so but Lori writes geniusly yeah. by herself. My favorite song in the world is still Your Next Lover. I love that song. That song is so brilliant. Right? Do you want I, wa- I was going to I want you to play one last song together. Should we do that one? Well, they don't know that one. We don't, don't know, know it. it. Yeah. What's one you can all sing together? We could do Sober. We could What else can we do? We could do I mean, I have to think Patsy, about it. Patsy, we could do I don't I have to think about Patsy. It's not my brain. Or you know, <clears throat> we actually know how to play Patsy. You want me to play it? Well, I could. How it great to be tree, in the position you guys are. You've written so many successful songs you've forgotten. Well, we. No, it's not that you've written so many successful ones. It's that you've written so many. <laughs> yeah. Because most of them are sitting on a shelf somewhere, on the computer shelf. Sorry. We got through it. And you were trying to tell me the chord, like, and I G, went to the wrong one. <laughs> but that is a song about songs. So that is that is a song about how we feel about songwriting. Like I want to pray it. Like Jesus, listen. I want to play it. Like it's all we have. And uh, it's it's not a song for everybody. But I think people that love songs. 
that have heard that song. Why do you like, say it's not a song? Or it's well, a I don't know if, it, if, I, if I didn't, if everybody else can identify because it's really about how we sit there and like we like some days a song is easy and it and it and it's there in the room and you can feel it in the room and some days we just literally pour our hearts into it and we we kind of fight it until it's right and we um that's why I can't do it every day because like you have to like just you know give it your guts every day and um and and so much of what we do never and nobody hears it but us and you can't that you can't let that weigh on you because you got to pour your gut out the next day again and that that's what that song is i think for all of us like i'm not the best singer in the world but i'm going to like i'm going to give it my heart you know what i mean and that's and we that was something that was a song i needed to write and and i saved for these two to to write together and we just had a ball writing it one night we had a little whiskey i think or something wine Maybe. Yeah, whiskey. <laughs> we probably didn't well, have whiskey, but <laughs> but that's the kind of thing we do together because, like, we will save things for each other that mm-hmm. we know. Like, I I don't know how to do this, but these guys will, and that's an example mm-hmm. of that. Thank I still don't know how to play it. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> we did all right. Many thanks to the Love Junkies, Liz Rose, Lloyd McKenna, and Hillary Lindsay for coming on Broken Record. We put together a playlist of our favorite songs they've written on our website, brokenrecord.com. Broken Record is produced by Justin Richmond and Jason Gambrell with help from Mia Lobel, Jacob Smith, Julia Barton, and Jacob Weisberg. Special thanks to my co-hosts, Rick Rubin and Bruce Hadlam. Our Broken Record theme music is by Kenny Beats. This show is brought to you by Pushkin Industries. I'm Malcolm Gladwell. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. This is your chance to reignite some old musical passions or pick up an instrument for the first time. Connect with more than 100 of the world's best teachers and musicians. You'll get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 a month, less than a single private lesson. I mean, why do we do Broken Record? Not just because we love hearing from great musicians. We do it because we think that there is something beautiful about the appreciation of music. Don't you think we need more of that in our lives these days? That's the mission of Musora to inspire, educate, and connect musicians. Enjoy unlimited personal support, weekly live streams, student lesson plans. It's like having a personal music teacher, only much, much better. Just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com, to start a new musical journey today. The tradition of breaking tradition continues with the return of the unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business at Mobile World Congress. This is an event that celebrates innovators whose bold actions took their industries to new places. 
If that sounds like you and you're a T-Mobile for Business customer, enter today. If you win, you'll be publicly honored among some of the most influential leaders in industry. And me, I'll be there too. Enter now at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there. 